Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am so happy to have Kathy Gott as my guest today. Ms. Gott has devoted her professional life to finding solutions for the special needs community. She is a member of the Los Angeles County Commission on Disabilities, Senior Consultant for Government Relations at ETA, and Board Member of Cornerstone Housing for Adults with Disabilities and the Spectrum Works. She is the President of Education Spectrum Incorporated, a center-based educational and social skills training center for children and adults with autism spectrum disorders. Education Spectrum serves more than 400 families per year in and around the San Gabriel Valley in California. The founders of Danny's Farm, which employs and serves persons with special needs, Ms. Gott and her husband Jim are proud parents of two sons, both of whom are diagnosed on the autism spectrum. Welcome, Kathy, and thank you so much for joining me today to talk about another very important project you're involved with to assist those with special needs. Thank you for having me. Delighted to be here. Thank you. So please tell me about the village. What is it? Tell me about that project. Well, it's really exciting. I'm thrilled to share with you um, about our plans to build an independent apartment community that is inclusive, of course, and smack dab in a uh, thriving part of Los Angeles, just south of Beverly Hills, not far from Culver City. Um, it's on um, Pico and Beverly Drive, um, and it's the first of its kind in our metropolitan area. And um, I, I could just go on and on because um, I, 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 I'm so excited, and I will tell you for, to start with that we are recording this as escrow is closing, and it makes me want to cry because um, we've come a long way, and we get to start breaking ground and moving forward, and I, I, it's just so momentous. This has been an uh, enormous undertaking for all of us to get this to where we are today, and it's a huge milestone to close escrow. So, very exciting stuff. That is amazing. That is fabulous news. When do you anticipate, since you're going to be breaking ground soon now, when do you anticipate that the project will actually be completed and ready for occupancy? We are targeting the end of 2022. So um, thankfully, so far, all of the um, uh, process through permits and approvals, as uh, we've been fast-tracked and, uh, you know, we haven't had any obstacles. Of course, COVID put us back a few months, but uh, everything seems to be on track to break ground next year and start building. <laughs> so why are you personally so passionate about the village? And can you also tell me a little bit about what the, the building, the community itself will include? Well, uh, let me start with that, and that'll tell you why I'm <laughs> so passionate and excited. Okay, about all right. So to answer that, this is, um, it's going to be just a luxury, beautiful building, just, you know, not going to look anything like its 
for people with special needs, and it's really not. It's just a beautiful high-end building, and the first floor is retail space, and the um, tenants who will be occupying the space um, are agreeing to and embracing not only volunteer and vocational training, but providing jobs for residents who want to work in that space. So that is really exciting. Uh, The second floor will be uh, meeting spaces, offices, and dining area. And what's so nice about this is that it's going to be, you know, just public spaces that people can rent or reserve for events and uh, conferences and family gatherings and holidays. And again, very welcoming and inclusive and a lot of jobs to be held just orchestrating on the second floor. There's a state-of-the-art gym, a teaching kitchen, uh, and just so many opportunities for those who, and it's, there's no one-size-fits-all, as anybody knows who has kids with special needs or adults with special needs. So um, nobody has to do anything. They don't have to join anything. Uh, everybody has their own key to their own apartment, and that's their private space. Although the building is designed to encourage social interaction, you might you might need to walk past a really cool uh, little cubby area with charging cords and cool seating and uh, before you go straight into your apartment because as I'm sure you're aware, a lot of a lot of uh, our our kids need to be encouraged to get out and socialize. Certainly, it's true for my son. And uh, there's two bedrooms, there's one bedroom, and there's studio apartments, and there's four floors that are identical, so there's totaling 64 units, not all of which will be uh, occupied by those with developmental differences. There will be, um, you know, neurotypical people living in the building, of course, and when you get up to the rooftop, then we have just an incredible gathering, barbecue, party space. I mean, it's just, it's going to be amazing. And the views and, and we'll have a garden up there. So, and we'll harvest the garden in the kitchen. And let's see, we have a dog park. <laughs> and, um, you know, anybody, whatever supports and services that that individual person needs, to help them live independently is up to that person and their own program, whatever they have for them. There's no, we're not a provider at the village. We are just housing this, making it possible and building it with lots of mindful architecture, being uh, sensitive to sensory sensitivities and things of that nature. Um, and I'll tell you why I'm so passionate about this, because the need for housing, and um, we are working very hard with a number of entities to um, make this very affordable, and it will be, and um, is so enormous. When you think about if there's a big housing shortage now for adults with disabilities, developmental disabilities. You think about these are the adults that are were born in the early 90s when the 
the huge, you know, influx and tremendous number of people being diagnosed with autism was only beginning. I mean, in these years, it was one in 5,000 kids were diagnosed with autism. And today, you know, it's one in 54. And it's been this steady increase. And all of these kids are going to grow up and need housing. And there are, there are a lot of things available. And there's, again, this might not be for everyone. And it, you know, depends on what your needs are in, out there in the community. But for this particular population, it is um, filling a great need. And we hope to inspire many, many more like it. And, um, you know, we've traveled all over. I have the good fortune of traveling with my husband. My husband's job takes us all over the country. And whenever I go, I try to visit some uh, housing program. And most of them are not really in the city because it's, or they're not in the greatest uh, neighborhood because it's expensive. So this has been a tremendous philanthropic undertaking with the most generous, amazing people who have led our campaign to get to this space. And it's just really exciting um, uh, for me personally. Our son does live independently with supports, but there's no, not a lot of opportunity for socialization once he gets home. And it gets a little lonely, so very isolated once he gets at home. And I know a lot of parents share with me in that desire to have their kids have more social opportunities. So for me, very exciting. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for asking. Oh, my gosh. That sounds absolutely incredible. I mean, you're right. There is nothing else out there like it, and there should be, and I'm so glad that you and your team have made the effort to make this happen. That's, that's amazing. Now, it is very expensive to build in Los Angeles, as we all know. Um, you mentioned some very generous people who are involved in the creation of this project. So how are you accomplishing this? Well, uh, incredible philanthropists, um, uh, Hendel and Eric Schwartz have a son um, with cerebral palsy. They live in Beverly Hills, and this was her dream, and she started, you know, uniting and igniting people together to inspire this idea, and they kicked it off with a very large lead grant. Um, and then uh, as we developed our, you know, board of directors, we had early on, I mean, this has been in the works for quite a few years now. Years back, we did focus groups and, you know, we really, you know, we didn't just build it in, on an island. There's just been an enormous amount of support, um, primarily through the ETA um, Network, which is a, an organization that serves people with developmental disabilities, and they do provide housing, but more group homes, which, you know, the world is changing and what's optimal and what laws uh, permit people to do in congregate housing have drastically changed and, and need to be more inclusive. 
So, um, you know, just our board is, I, I mean, I don't know if, you, if I'm, if it's okay. I mean, I want to thank, I mean, Cam Baboff is our, our board president and then he made a tremendous gift and he is a, a world developer. He's built, you know, buildings and hotels, I mean, all over the place. He's, he's just amazing and is so generous. It's unbelievable. And what makes it incredible is that he has no children with special needs. And I, I honestly, it makes me want to cry when I think about somebody who is such a big heart for this population. And it, they, it's not because they were inspired by their own family member. He's just inspired by the work Etta does and sees this need and wants to help. And it's, it's gorgeous. It's lovely. Mm, well, thank goodness for people with big hearts. Yes. Right? I mean, that's yes, yes. <laughs> what, a, what a, a wonderful story that is. Um, now, what about those uh, who might be interested but don't live in Lo- the uh, Los Angeles area? Can they still become a part of this project? Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, the, we, we've been, you know, it's really quite new. We only started um, our you know, capital campaign uh, in the fall of last year, and we got our 501c3 late last year. Um, we've raised um, $8 million to date, and we are more than, well, excuse me, $9 million, and that was as of this morning. <laughs> we are, you know, looking at around 60% of our goal has already been uh, attained. So, and we haven't really launched yet our broader campaign with, um, you know, kind of a variety of giving options. It's only been kind of the quiet fundraising to try to infuse, you know, larger gifts to get started. So we have a lot of work ahead of us to um, continue our campaign. And at the same time, we are, um, anyone who's interested um, we have um, someone who is keeping a list of interested uh, parties who may be interested. And that doesn't mean it's a waiting list. So um, at the, it, until we publish our concrete entrance criteria, it's, it's premature to start a waiting list. Um, but I will tell you that this building is not for everyone. I wish it could be. Uh, but it's not, and I hope the next building is for a very different population, which is another tremendous need, and that is those with major behavioral challenges and um, some physical challenges. And um, honestly, I hope that's our very next project. That is my goal, my desire. But in the meantime, this is focused on those who work and are busy and they're interested in volunteering. And I mean, really, you know, and, and, and there's, this is not a locked or facility, of course, it's a, it's an apartment building. So a mom asked me one time, what if my child wants to leave in the middle of the night? And I said, well, then your child's going to go out in the middle of the night. Cause this is an independent apartment community. This isn't that kind of building where we have, you know, bells and alarms going off if somebody leaves. It'll be safe and it'll be a very secure building, 
but it and will have an awake person, security person there 24-7. But it's not, you know, it's not going to be for everyone. So and I hope that helps kind of define some of the criteria that we're, we're looking, you know, that this building, that people, you know, it's going to be a good fit for that person and it's going to be a good fit for all the other residents. And that's very important. Well, absolutely, and thank you so much for clarifying that. Um, and at this point, I'd like to ask you, is there anything else that you would like to add uh, about perhaps some other things that you're working on or uh, anything else that you would like the listeners to know? Oh, that's so nice of you to ask. Well, I, I'm not one to sit around. I love to be busy, and, it, and I, even though it is my work, it does not feel like work. So in addition to this, exciting um, cornerstone, the village project. Uh, something rather new is happening, and I'm going to share it because it's, it's just going to be so much fun. Uh, I watched, along with a lot of other families, that uh, Netflix series, Love on the Spectrum, and it is so fabulous. I mean, it was just so beautifully done. And it inspired uh, a group of us, uh, some of us are moms, some of us are uh, professionals and service providers in the area, and we got together and we invite people to join us. There's no limit on this. And we are collecting names of um, adults can just fill out a like, two-question questionnaire just to be on the list so that when we launch things like we're having a speed dating event or we have relationship coaches available or classes and practice and socialization programs just focusing on on love and dating and relationships. And I I mean, this is so much fun. I can't even begin to tell you. So that that has been fun. And um, in addition, the um, self-determination Project, which or program, excuse me, which is a, uh, a program that is available at regional center through uh, the 21 regional centers in the state, which is how our DDS money, Department of Disabilities um, money, gets distributed, and uh, it goes throughout the state for all the families who are members of the regional center. And it's a brand new service delivery system that's been rolled out in phases and it becomes available in June of next year, which is right around the corner. And it's not for everyone, but it is so different, so incredibly different from the way uh, traditional services are funded. Uh, Without getting into more detail, I am so excited about this, and um, I've been working, um, consulting with one of our our regional centers in the area and helping transition families into the program and learning about it and the freedoms and what it can do for families is gorgeous. So I hope if people are interested in self-determination, getting more involved, getting information, want speakers to come you know, tell them about it, whatever it is, they can certainly reach me because it's it's pretty exciting. Well, on that note, Kathy, tell me, how can our listeners get in touch with you if they do have questions and they want to know more? Well, I'm just going to give you my personal email because um, I never run out of time for uh, fellow families 
calling me so or getting trying to reach me. And my email address is Kathy, C-A-T-H-Y, and then a dot or a period, last name got, G-O-T-T, at yahoo.com. And I, I mean, that would be the best way to reach me. I can um, give you my office phone number at Education Spectrum. Also, a great way to reach me is 626-797-1500. Well, thank you so much, Kathy, for your time and for sharing some terrific information with us today. Well, thank you for inviting me. What a pleasure. Thank you so much. I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us. I'm Gilda Evans reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.